This is Cigar Night with Rick Guzman, and I'm here with my good man, Adrian Baruman. My man, what is going on, bro? Uh, what isn't going on is the question, I guess. 2020, hitting like a hitting like a truck, That's right? That's right, bro. <laughs> yes, sir. Adrian Baruman, you are the host of the podcast Detached from the Surface. That's right. Let's talk about that, bro. How did you get into a podcast now? Well, um, I think it was, honestly, it was a little too late in my opinion okay um i'm about to graduate from the university of texas degree in government at this point i've done zero internships <laughs> i've done uh, zero investigations into trying to see if i can work at a law firm or anything but to be quite honest it's not even what i want to do wow. um c- quite frankly i, I just want to get into politics and get into like public service without all the bs right. without without all doing the extra stuff that i don't really need to do um, if you do it the right way. Mm-hmm. So the first step is getting your political ideals out, out into the, the public and first your first so, your own so, social circle. Um, after that, then you begin to try to expand your audience. And I thought, hey, what better way than a podcast, right? Yeah, man. That's good. And podcasts <laughs> are right now, I mean, it seems like everyone's doing a podcast, right? Like everyone has one. Right, But right. honestly, like, it's still cool. And no, I mean, I don't you, think, you, I don't think there's ever an issue with too many podcasts no. and you'd all. be surprised like the feedback you get mm-hmm. and like i remember when i first started this podcast it was like uh like only three people listen to mm-hmm. it but actually like there's a lot of people who like are interested in yeah stuff but, i mean there will, if, if somebody has even like the slightest common belief as you mm-hmm. or similar ideals mm-hmm. or they just like the vibe of what you yeah. what you bring to the table they'll listen to you yeah, yeah that's... and we'll talk about all the podcasts and how you got into it and, and where you're going with it but right now, we're outside, man. It's a beautiful day. It is SA. a beautiful day. We got the highway in the background. It's all right, bro. It's all good. Hey, this is cigar night, right? Hey. We got to smoke cigars during the podcast. You know, I'm not going to lie. I haven't smoked a cigar in a fat minute. Yeah. Um, so um, I'm interested in, in the theme. Well, let's do it, bro. Okay, so okay, well, you're going to yeah, be smoking. What do, you, what do you got? I don't know. Uh, La Aurora. Ah, the 115. Yeah, I don't know what that is, but uh, educate me. What What is this? Uh, it's a it's a, It's a cigar. That is okay. a, a cigar. I got it today, so I've never smoked that before. So I'm sorry if you don't like it. That's fine. Um, but the Aurora 115, um, it looks like a Maduro. Mm-hmm. You can tell by the darkness of the of the leaf. Um, it looks like a. It's not a Churchill. It looks you know like a robusto size. Um, it looks like a good smoke, man. And I got that today just for you. Oh wow, yeah, man! We also got cedar shirts for us. We got this amazing torch by Rocky Patel. Everything I ever wanted in life. Yeah. It looks sick. It's like a lightsaber, bro. And you have a punch cut in the bottom. Now, cigars, you're, you're not supposed to, like, inhale, right? right it's all in the taste. Exactly. All about the, it's all about the taste. The taste exactly. And... So I'm going to be smoking a Yaki cigar. And this is actually, shout out to Yaki Cigars. They are a company that hit me up probably when I, halfway when I started the podcast, um, or maybe about five, six months ago. And they were like, hey, we love your podcast can you try our cigars and they're a new company from mexico oh they send nice. me some great samples and yaki cigars this is the last one i have from them uh so they're a great company check them out if you're into cigars um uh, up and coming cigar brand from mexico handmade yaki cigars you can't go wrong with them so i'm gonna smoke the last one i have this one's called the hemingway that they make so we'll see how it goes today but hey let's light up bro if you want to try the punch cut yeah, so tell me, like, what's where? Do, where am I going from? Where's the attack on this thing? Because yeah, yeah, yeah. this side so, I see is closed. Yeah, so, so the back, the back's a cap, right? Okay. So it's a cap. Basically, you're gonna be lighting it on this side, okay? Right. So I don't know if I brought the cigar cutter out, but not to worry, because I have on my handy dandy lighter that has a punch cut. So basically, a punch cut. Instead of cutting it, uh, the cap, right? Mm-hmm. Um, we're gonna punch it. 
And some people like this more because it has more of a draw, and so the draw is the easy easiness of how you can smoke it, get the smoke out of the cigar. How much do these cigars cost? Are it depends they, on. They the, it depends, man. Uh, a good cigar, like like you see how it's punched in there. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Instead of cutting it. Through, right, right, yeah. So you now go. you got circulation. Yeah, yes, sir. Uh, mine's already cut, so we're good there. A cigar can cut can cost. Oh man, I have seen a cigar go about forty five dollars a stick. Oh wow. Um, good name brands, a good cigar. Cohiba, Rocky Patel. Because yeah, I know the stigma around them is like it's more classy. It's not yeah. like a cigarette, right? Exactly. Like you're not going to just go buy this at a exactly. convenience store. Exactly. So, all right. So, boom. You got a cigar. You got a badass lighter. You're not going to inhale it, right? Right, you right, cigars right. Before. right, 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 all right, right. All right. I just need to make sure there's, not, there's something I wasn't uh, doing right the first time. So, this lighter is very strong. Yeah, I saw so that. Don't get, it, don't get it so close <laughs> to your face. Um, you're gonna inhale now. Uh, going back to your question, yeah, pop top. Going back to your uh-huh. question, a cigar, uh, it can go about. I mean, a good brand, like for me, Rocky Patel is probably one of my favorites. Uh, it's about ten dollars a stick, eleven dollars a stick. Um, it's always better buying them a box. I mean, you'll you'll get a better deal buying as a whole, not per stick. Right there, you go. If it runs out, don't worry. So the reason I bought this this torch. Uh, Rocky Patel is, they're one of my favorite cigars, right? Mm-hmm. And so I had the opportunity to meet him a while back, uh, last year, almost a year ago, in fact. And I was talking to him, having conversation, and this guy pulls it out of his pocket because his cigar was going out, and he just turns it on. He pulls that, out of that it, he pulls out that out of, out of his, his pocket, pocket like nothing. Bro. Oh, that's not. And he just lights it on fire. Necessarily a small. Uh... <laughs> and uh, and I was like, Jesus, what is this, man? And uh, ever since then, I've been after it, and I finally got to buy it. So it was a little treat to myself. Yeah, man. Wow, this is uh, definitely I, there's this is a whole different taste than a cigarette. <laughs> oh yeah, no, absolutely. Yeah, I mean the, the few I've had have been with my buddy Gabe. You know Gabe, yeah, yeah, right? Yeah, yeah. yeah. And uh, he he very rarely will have them, but he for him it's just like kind of like you know a one time thing. He right, goes out right, right. and enjoys a cigar. Um, but man, this is totally it's good different. Stuff, man. Than, we gotta yeah. get we gotta get Gabe. We gotta get you. We gotta come. Yeah, here yeah. Get oh, man, don't tell Gabe. He'll, oh, he'll be all over if this. If he hears this episode, then he he'll be like, man, we gotta go. So, detached from the surface, man. Yes, sir. Uh, it's a new podcast. It, you know, you're what three episodes in now? Going three. On four. Yep. Four. Uh, uh, fourth will release this Saturday. Um, it's, nice. It might be a little bit different. Um, okay. We're gonna do a single take, just me. Sometimes you gotta do um, that. I realize yeah. it's uh, you can't always have uh, guests. Yeah, hard, I, I've getting a lot of feedback where my uh, my opinions and my perspectives and what I say is sometimes getting uh, getting a little swayed and getting mm-hmm. a little lost. Just because I mean, you, you it's always great to bring outside opinions, but sometimes. At the end of the day, you know, I am the host. They want to they want to hear what I got to say, right. too, and see where I'm coming from. And I think this next episode is just going to be really about laying it all on the line. What do you want to hear? Give me this. Give me that. Follow this. Blah, 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 blah. To try to, try to get um, somewhere of my own platform built, yeah. you know. That's good, man. It's a great episode. Great podcast. Thanks. Uh, yeah. I, so I'm too. Not a, I'm, thanks, bro. I'm not a big, <laughs> um, I'm not a big political person. All right, politics has never really been my thing, so. But you're a cop, right? Yeah. Yeah, so it's, it's kind of like, coming to you right now, huh? <sighs> kind of like that. <laughs> um, as far as state laws and local laws, absolutely. Um, but when it comes to like polit- let's talk politics, I'm like, ah, that's not my cup of tea. Like, I just don't know anything about it. Like, I just smoke cigars, bro. Like, right, um, right, right, right. So 
why why politics what intrigued you in that well i probably um go as far as back as as middle school i did debate yeah. love debate not many kids like debate first of all the debate's probably like the last on the list you got like band orchestra choir i would theater. choose debate over chess right right chess well i don't debate club or chess club i was in both but <laughs> gotcha. i was in robotics club it's okay robotics is cool too but middle school i joined debate loved it mm-hmm. succeeded in it and uh, i said okay well if i'm kicking ass in middle school you know and again i'm a kid in middle school you know doing doing some pretty good things and i said well it could translate into high school and then found some really 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 good success in high school and then i realized what i love doing is arguing i love arguing i love the analytics behind it i love coming prepared with an argument informed and ready to um make a case for your side and then that translated into okay well what can i do with that in the real world that's not just somebody who's bitching all the time and uh i could be in being a spokesman you could do a few things you can go on radio you know television i don't want i'm not really at a not that i can act but it's just not my you rather just do voice Yeah, 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 yeah yeah and uh so being a voice for the people Hey. So I found it, found it being a from service, right? Voice for the people, and that's what a politician does. But I'm, I think politicians get like a bad rap though. So usually when you tell somebody that, that you're gonna go into politics and you want to be a politician one day, they they think, wow, first you're a crook, or like, wow, that's you wanna, the job you're going into is corrupt, yeah. you know. And the reasoning I, I give to everybody is is pretty simple. I'm gonna go in, I'm gonna fix what's been happening for the past 50 years because it's been nothing but diversity and too much diversity has caused polarization between parties and now everybody hates the government right when the government should you should be working with the government not against it that's true yep that's the that's the plan at least so do you want to you know you say you're about to graduate college with your major in political science uh what's the future what do you see yourself doing with that i mean you know you got this podcast going which is awesome the voice of the people i love it What's the goal, man? What's the dream, Mister Baruman? To be in Congress. Okay. Wow. Yeah. Nice. To be in Congress. Um, I'd say that I've I've seen a few enough congressmen pass through my lecture halls and yeah. seen enough congressmen on on television and and speaking wise and it's gonna sound a little cocky and arrogant, but some of these guys, man, they are not fit for the job. Sure. Like I'm like, yeah, I could do better than you. Oh yeah. You know, like yeah, <laughs> you I, look, I believe that. Yeah, I, you look you look at them and then maybe maybe it's their age. Yeah, that that's fair, but the maybe it's just that job. they're representing a district that's lower population. People weren't that into it, and right. now they're in Congress. And there's some poor. There's definitely some poor representatives in Congress that, when I look at them, and, and if they could do it, for sure I could do it. Right. You know, that's and with Congress, correct me if I'm wrong, but there is no. Is there is like president? There's a term. Mm-hmm. Is there that for Congress? There's a term limit. Yeah. Okay. Uh, I mean, I mean, there's not a term limit. I mean, like you could. You could serve as long as you want in Congress, uh-huh. but the election cycles are different. So, like, if I was going to be a senator in Congress one day, that that would go every six years. I'd have to re Every re-run. six years you rerun. Correct. But you can run as many times as you want. Basically. You can run as many times as you want. Yeah. Do you feel like that's an issue, though? I, I think with the, with the senator, yes and no. Mm-hmm. So you can get into a situation like we're kind of at now with Texas where – Texas is getting uh, starting to get pretty blue. Every, I think it used to be predominantly Republican, but now sure. as we get closer to the election, it's looking a little bit 
yeah. undecided. Yeah, 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 it's, we're, yeah. we're a swing state, Definitely actually, for the next election. Yeah. Yeah, um, yeah. So let's say in the instance, Texas goes blue. And we've got two Republican senators because they were voted six years ago apiece. That's a little bit of an issue. That's okay. misrepresentation. Majority are, are Democrat, and they have a Republican senator right. representing them. So that, You want to have both sides of the court. Right, right, right. Well, I, it doesn't even necessarily need to be both sides. It just needs to be the side that is predominant in that state. So, like, I see what so you like for instance, there, there could probably be, like, a ratio of, I don't know, 53 Democrat representatives and 40 Republican representatives. The 53 definitely is bigger than the 40. So you would preferably want a Democratic senator or a Democratic governor. Um, but, but like I said, Texas is historically Republican. So right now, as it sits, there are more Republicans than Democrats in Texas. And that's why you, on the national level, you won't see a Democrat represent yeah. Texas. It's just not going to happen. Yeah. But not, not to say that it can't change. And that's why I think the issue comes about when these these terms six years is a long time yeah you know it's ted cruz you saw in the last election not not many people were happy he won yeah he won by a narrow margin though right and we would imagine in the next election for himself is not gonna gonna do it again right so and and that's my thing is so um with all that stuff and again i'm not i'm not an expert like you like i don't know anything i'm not an expert i haven't graduated yet (laughs) or gotten a job in anything but my thing is just like (laughs) I feel like sometimes when someone's doing a job for so long, mm-hmm. you get burned out. You might not even care about it anymore. For you sure. You lose the reason of why you join. And so with like Congress or Supreme Court where it's for life, it's like, hey, you know, let someone else like get a chance. Yeah, I think I think the Supreme Court is a little, that's a little, it's a special case because there are, it, there's a study that shows as, as justices get older, they're their opinions on things tend to get a little bit more progressive right. more a little more liberal and well the ideas and change right 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 but in, in time you don't see that like you might not see that in your immediate lifetime somebody else might not see that in their lifetime so you know there's some like i said i, I agree with, i could see both sides yeah i get it term limits yeah unlimited um but when you're getting that to a point now like for instance trump is appointing a new Supreme Court nominee, and right. it's going to be his third, <laughs> and three conservative court members for life. That's it's a little unheard of, uncharted territory. So it, it could make an argument for like constitutional amendment, but who knows? Mm. We'll see where that goes. Right. <laughs> uh, how's COVID been treating you, man? It's it's fine. Yeah. I mean, it it gave me more time to start the podcast, and yeah. it gave me time to kind of think about where I want to go and. Uh, I, I'm thankful that it happened at the time it did, to be quite honest, um, because before I did have a lot on my plate, and I was working at T-Mobile, which if you need an upgrade in, all right, T-Mobile, come to me. Um, and I was also a full-time student at UT, yeah. part-time worker at, at a bingo hall. Right. And uh, I recently uh, got a puppy, so that's... Nice. Yeah, uh, her name is Hazel. She uh, pees and poops everywhere, so I wouldn't imagine... I could not imagine having a dog going to class every week right so it, it, right. it's beneficial that it, everything kind of went virtual right right mm-hmm. it's been and i you know i've got a girlfriend who lives in in san antonio too and i live in kyle so that drive is not far i mean oh, it took wow. me like an okay. hour to get here so not terrible but if i'm going from central austin at ut right here it's then, a drive it's it's a drive it's a little bit hmm. 
Well, that's good, man. I'm glad COVID has. Yeah, I mean, it's it's not bad. I mean, I even got like a promotion with my work because of COVID. Like Sprint and T-Mobile merged. I became a trainer (laughs) for a short time. Yeah. Oh wow. Yeah, T-Mobile bought out Sprint. I became a trainer for some short time. They gave me a temporary raise, and that was nice. And um, I think I've made the most of it. Especially, I mean, shoot, there were like that stimulus check that came in, setting it aside for investments, and then building a plan to build like a what is it called like a real estate investment and oh, real yeah, estate bro. program yeah, too with and the future with that a lot, so, lot coming yeah and so the thing is a, a couple of episodes back i had matt shavers on on the podcast and he talked about his experience with covid and um he said the exact same thing like man oh yes you need, you need oh yeah i need yes, that lighter man absolutely go burn that cigar man <laughs> uh he talked about how he used the advantage of the time you know being at home uh use that advantage uh, that you have and so for the people i've talked to i think a lot of people have had um not that covid is a good thing right like uh it's by know, no means by no means right is no. Good, but talking to the people i have you know in my close friends i'm glad that they saw the light in it mm-hmm. they didn't were like oh man the world's gonna end no, I let's mean, make there the are some people i have seen that god man i don't far. know what they're fucking doing yeah like, <laughs> yeah. like they they either took it too far, like they haven't been out of their house at all. Yeah, I know people. Like um, that. Or they, they've been sitting at their house. Not that they want to be in their house. They just haven't gone and let's say they are unemployed. They haven't gone for to search for another job. They haven't gone to find any hobbies that they could do. They've just been really just sitting around. Right. I don't know, smoking, drinking, doing whatever. Um, I mean, they're getting their life in check now. I mean, they're getting back on track and realizing this thing's here to stay for a little bit. So they have so. to kind of get back on the horse, but. Yeah before no it was a little sad people were people were i thought in the very beginning people were very adamant of coming together and, and solving covid together but then yeah. it soon became political and um, it has right it, came, it yeah. became so political it did so i asked this uh, to all my friends and 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 i have a specific person i'm not gonna say his name but i have a specific person i want to bring on the podcast because he'll have he's all about conspiracy theories Right. And so, like, I know he'll blow it out of the water. <laughs> but I want to ask you, I mean, do you think that, like, COVID's real? Do you think it's a legit Yeah, disease? I think it's real. Okay. I think it's real. Um, I don't know if – see, the only the only issue I have is I don't know uh, how this, these tests are being done. I don't know the chemistry behind it. I don't know yeah. the biology behind it. I don't know a lot of the science behind it. And if I looked at the science, I still wouldn't know because I'm not a science <laughs> right. guy, right? And I think the only – people that really really know the severity of it are the people who are uh higher up working in the lab seeing it yeah and is it like for instance i think i i got really really sick for a three-day period oh like, yeah man. and i got i i went and got tested it, it was like the worst fever i've ever had in my life yeah. so if if that's my comparison of what like the average flu is and i'm like okay yeah it's worse than your average flu and if you're weak then that definitely could have caused some damage was it covid did you get positive so i got a negative test okay but i'm seeing so many false negs false pause positives out there and that's like man i I need i I need some answers so i got tested and i said this in previous episodes and i don't know if i said the whole story uh I, i turned negative but man, I did not feel good. Like <laughs> those three to four days, yep. I felt like ass, bro. And I didn't get tested. Uh, like I waited, and it came back negative because I felt better. I was like, ah, I'm good. But those three days, I was like, man, I'm hot. I don't feel good. Something feels <laughs> weird, bro. You were on a fever? No, that was a weird thing. 
So I, I never had, had a really bad fever. See, I didn't have yeah. a fever. Like, I, I kept taking my temp checks, like, nothing. But I felt hot. I'm like, bro, it's hot. Like, mm-hmm. you're not hot. Like, bro, I'm sweating. Yeah, and then yeah, it's yeah. like, oh, I don't feel good. Like, not like. You know something's, something's wrong. Something's wrong. Yeah, like, something's I don't wrong feel with you. right. Uh, and I stayed like that for a little bit. It was over a weekend period, I remember. And then uh, it kind of went away. But then in the back of my mind, I'm like, bro, what if I, what if I, am, what if I have it, bro? My parents, like, right, my friends, right, right. Like, oh man, everyone I've seen. I mean, they're the questions you should ask, right? Yeah. And so I did get tested, and it came back negative, so it put me at ease. But ah, those three days, man. Yeah, I don't know, I didn't feel I don't good, know about that and, either. And the, and the shitty part of it was, is that any little thing you felt, oh, COVID. Right. Like, oh, you got a headache, bro? It's COVID. I'm like, ah. So I had a friend who got tested because his stomach would hurt, all this shit, right? Bro, it turned out like he drank too much coffee. <laughs> like the doctor's like nah bro how much coffee are you drinking oh like i don't know four cups or whatever i don't know fuck and he was like nah you gotta cut down bro like it's shit like that but with the system and the environment and social right. media it's like oh like any little thing like you gotta test so right. and then it puts that anxiety on you and i think i think also things are getting a little more relaxed too relaxed for my liking to be quite honest i mean i i used to be able to go to hgb and they would take it pretty pretty dang seriously um i know it's just like went away yeah and then now i've got somebody breathing on the back of my neck yeah. while i'm in line and i'm like okay man come on yeah i was at a store and it's like it's optional if you want to wear your mask i'm like ah i'm gonna wear my mask wow i don't yeah. know that i don't know stores have that optional. i don't think they should <laughs> i think that was just them um yeah man COVID has been an interesting time period 2020 has been an interesting time period what about you have you you handled COVID well I mean, what? sort of. So, yeah, I, I, uh, fill me in too. Like, I see everything. Like, are you a cop officially a cop I now? A Academy? Cop, like, I, you no, are, I'm a cop, bro. You are a certified I'm a sworn in police officer. Wow. Yeah, man. And look I have a politician you. here with me, man. Yeah, hopefully, look right? At, look at us. Look at us. <laughs> look at us. Look at us. Uh, yeah, so I was in the police academy during COVID. Uh, I started off normal, but COVID kind of changed some stuff up. So, for me, 2020, even though it's been weird because of COVID, 2020 was going to be weird for me anyways because right. of the police academy because uh, i knew it was going to throw me all off uh it was my first semester out of college so like it's my first semester it was my first time like not being in school school i mean the academy felt like school but mm. um so it was it, i knew 2020 was gonna be weird because like i was gonna be working through the summer which is like my first time because usually i'm in like off during the summer because of school it was so i knew 2020 was gonna be weird right right but uh, so for me, 2020, even though it was weird, COVID made it a little bit more weird, but I stayed at work. Like we shut down the academy probably a week uh, because like precautions. Yeah, yeah. Like, I mean, how else can you, you can't just shut down the police force. No, too, like, for- no, no. So we shut down for a week the academy wise. But for the most part, we were we got lucky. Like not not a, uh, we had a couple cases, people being positive, uh, but it never spread to the point where everyone got sick. Yeah. Um, so, I mean, we got kind of lucky in that sense um there's a lot of studies i mean if you think about it like at the police academy we like we ran a lot we exercised every day um for the most part everyone was healthy mm-hmm. uh when you look at the history of covid it's usually people who have some underlying condition where it leads to death right, right. or a severe case of covid at least from my experience of things i've read um so if you think about in that case where everyone's healthy, general, general, generally healthy, uh, we didn't get it that bad. So, and I feel like exercise helped. I mean, sure. Like being did, in a right? healthy, being healthy, being, being is... healthy, like eating good and, and running and exercising and all this jazz they made us do. Oh yeah. I think that helped with not getting sick. For sure. Um, 
I mean, it's just like, I mean, COVID's also just like any other, not just like, like any, any other, other disease, yeah. but it, I mean, it, it's the same, same deal. If you don't want to get the flu, you don't go in, into contact with somebody who's got exactly. the swine flu. Exactly. You, exactly. Well, you know. yeah. You remember the swine flu? Yeah. Back in what, 2014? Yep. I think that was? Like that, like that. That took like the world by surprise and like everyone's going to die and it's like the new plague. It was insane. Bro. Here, here, I got you. I got you. Okay, so right. is there as a we, certain way I'm supposed to like this? I don't know. This? As we say it, there's a saying called "just send it." We're just gonna send it right now. Boom! Lift that baby up. So with cigars, um, if you're not gonna smoke it for a little bit, you want to keep the ash on. Uh, the ash will will, will preserve. Will preserve the, the cigar to stay lit. Okay. Uh, if you All keep right. knocking the ash off, then it's going to stay lit. It, it's mostly likely going to die. More oxygen's hitting it. Sure. So keep the cigar, keep the ash on. All right. All right. Uh, and let it go. But yeah, man. I mean, um, it could also be the cigar. Sometimes cigars. It's are, a great cigar, by the way. Too. I haven't tried yeah, it. You I'm, haven't tried it. It's, it's great. It's, it's great. Like it. Yeah. Um, I. It, it depends on the cigar uh, as far as how they're rolled. So if a cigar is rolled too tight, um, then it's going to be a hard draw which could also mean it dies easier. Mm-hmm. Uh, so you got to find a happy medium because if it's not rolled good, you'll know it's squishy. Like it's, it's not, it's not a good cigar. You'll get a lot of air in it. Mm-hmm. Um, so you got to find a happy medium, but you also don't want it too tight right. to where you can't suck any air in it. Um, so that could be another reason. I mean, I'm not sure how it's rolled um, and how it is. Yaki. Hey, look at that. It's still good, man. Yeah, it looks good. It's a good cigar, bro. They're, they're 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 a damn good company now what are the flavors i guess uh, tell me more i want to know i've listened to your podcast but i got introduced like a couple weeks ago oh man or like yeah man. you know i just i reached out she's like what the hell you have a podcast and yeah. i didn't know about this yeah, so so we we known each other since high school yeah uh we met in high school in fact i want to talk about that real quick okay. just a, just a, a quick <laughs> quick quick intermission quick tangent all right so the first time i met the adrian Bruman. all right it was it was the talent show at our high school. Yep. Okay. And I was hosting. I was the MC of the talent show with my best friend Nick Guerrero, and who I gotta have on the podcast. I haven't had him. on. Yeah, it'd be cool to have him. Oh on man, see what he can. Oh, I know, man. I had his brother. It was great. Uh, in the last episode. Anyways, anyways. So I had the twins, right? Yeah, the twins. The, twi- bro, <laughs> the twins. Uh, so I had. It was me and Nick. We're hosting this talent show, and I think you were a freshman at the time. Uh, I had to have been a freshman. I think you were a freshman, or maybe a so I, yeah, I don't no, remember. Um, I don't remember. But I remember we're re- it was the dress rehearsal of the talent show, right? The rehearsal. And so and you walk by and you're wearing you you got this acoustic guitar. And I look at Nick Guerrero and I'm like, Boy, who is this guy? <laughs> who is this dude? You're like, hi, I'm Adrian. I'm like, oh what's up, bro? Like, I'm I'm Rick. And it's like, oh I'm Nick. Oh, Alright, cool. And you walk and you go to the glass lobby. And I was I look at Nick, I'm like, who is this guy? Who's this chump? Who does he think he is <laughs> carrying around acoustic guitar? thinking he's better than us <laughs> and then i don't know what happened i went to go get water i went at the water fountain and then i heard this godlike voice <laughs> this beautiful man singing some george Strait. too much credit but and yeah, no 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 was, man no i was like <laughs> god is this you like i was like who is singing who has this voice of jesus and i peeked around the window in the corner and i'm like bro it's adrian and i busted i'm like bro I didn't know you could sing like that. And you're like, oh, bro, thanks. And I'm like, no, bro, you sing, you sound good, bro. I remember, I think Nick was with me. I'm like, no, you sound good, man. Like, dude, Yeah, it was some good feedback that I needed at the time. I was probably, you know, that year probably I was, that was my first year I I probably confidently said I played guitar. 
You did good, man. And then that was the first year I probably, I mean, at that point, I was, even now, I still, like, I can sing, but yeah. I know the caliber of some, some people that are there's really, some really, really good. People. good. And, yeah. And, and, yeah, there's some good people. Damn, you're good, man. Your country voice. You sing some George Strait. I think you sing uh, The Chair. Yeah. Uh, oh, my. Dude. Bro. Funny thing, too, that year, um, I was supposed to do, like, a duet with Gabe. Oh, wow. And the motherfucker failed the class. And so he was like, you're out. So Dr. Garvick pulls him aside yeah. and is like, you can't, you can't, you can't perform. Right. And then she's like, but if you still want to, you can. Oh. <laughs> and I'm like, sorry. Sorry. But no, <laughs> dude, but you sing so good, man. I remember I was like in awe. I was like, who is this dude? Well, shoot, if I had a guitar, I'd show you now. Dude, but, man. Yeah, all right, all right, all right, all right. Give me your, give me your, give me your name in a country voice, like, this oh Adrian, man, I tell you what though, this Adrian Brewman. It's a, my voice has changed so much these past four years. Oh, um, man. So you can, you, do you still? I mean, I could. Do you still practice like, country? Oh yeah, 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 yeah. Like, like, um, my name is Adrian Brewman. Oh my! I mean, you could, you can. Oh like, my! Look at that my name, man of a voice. My name is Adrian Brewman. I don't oh, know. Man. I can, I haven't. You do sound good, man. But you sing the cherry, dude. It sounded so good. I tell you what, I more I I started playing guitar. I, I transitioned to mariachi. Yeah, yeah. So I was gonna more, mention. I was gonna talk that. Right and now. it mariachi, man, it is a whole new realm in the yeah. country. And it, I singing mariachi for so long. I tried to sing country sometimes, and it's, it's just not. The same. It's not so I was the gonna same. Do, I was gonna get to that. So you did country. You're great at it. Some damn good country. <laughs> and um, and then all of a sudden it's like, yeah, Adrian has a mariachi group. I'm like, what? <laughs> This dude has a mod. Where did this come from? So what's up with that? You're also part of a mariachi group. I own a group. Yeah, I own a group in Austin. What? Let's talk about that. Okay. How did you get into that? So, probably it was that year. Um, it was that year. Maybe a couple years actually after uh, the country stunt. Okay. And I was just kind of thinking, like, what else can I do? It was a, actually the my freshman year. I you know it was my sophomore year. I did the talent show three times. Um, first year I did the chair. Second year I did the cowboy rides away, mm. still country. Damn good and song. then the third point, yeah, the, the third year, my senior year and final year, I was like, you know what, I need a change. And I had played like the Hano music because my grandpa he had taught me everything on guitar originally in Spanish. Right. Everything I knew was like the Hano music, and then I, on my own, kind of taught myself country. And lo and behold, I'm like, well, what does it take to make a mariachi group? It takes a guitar, which I have. It takes a trumpet player. So I grabbed Nick Richarte from, from the band, and I grabbed Grant Hernandez, and rest in peace to Grant, um, from the orchestra. And uh, I grabbed uh, Dominic, um, let's see, I think it's his last name, from the orchestra for on the bass, uh-huh. and boom, I had a group. And now, boom, you got a mariachi group. Yep. And uh, it was just a stunt. It really yeah. just was all it was. I mean, I loved mariachi music. I, I never envisioned that I would take it as seriously i i took it i'm taking it today but it was it was a great experience i had we loved it after that you know we we won the talent show that year and i was gone by that yeah you you were gone yeah i didn't see that we won the talent show with that group and we looked around and we're like hey you want to keep doing this yeah like we're down if you're down and yeah and y'all got the whole like you, you went all out like you guys got the matching suits and no actually oh okay well guess no we um we all just bought the same black plants, and luckily okay. my, my one of my great aunts loves to to seam and stuff. And I was like, look, 
I've got this pattern. All I need it is on the lining of every pant. Uh-huh. I'll pay for it. I'll pay you whatever you need. Just the pants. Yeah, just the pants. What white shirt or something? White shirt or a black shirt actually. Just oh, wow. regular belt. Nice. And then we. This is where I discovered what a moño was. And the moño yeah, yeah, is yeah, the yeah. big, the yeah, big yeah, ties yeah, that yeah. the mariachis wear. And we all grabbed a moño. We all bought a moño. They're like twenty bucks each. Yeah. And boom, we look, we look legit. And you're legit. Yeah. And, we and look now legit. you're a mariachi group. Yep. And I think probably a few months later, then we bought the actual suits. Right. And we, right, right. And we were so infantile. When I look back in high school, of like of how like my capacity of mariachi music yeah. versus now it's like extreme yeah, yeah. but it's so how where'd y'all go with it did y'all like actually like get hired to do things like y'all were a legit mariachi group. so we didn't really have enough songs for an hour grant had this <laughs> okay. uh god what was it? it was like a mother's day like hat party something like that uh-huh. and uh we went and it was it was cool but we realized like 30 minutes in that we couldn't play the full hour because we didn't have enough songs, oh, sure. so we didn't had we had to repeat some songs. It's all right. They were all like old ladies, so they they were loving us just because like we were young kids yeah, yeah, yeah. with in, in a mariachi together. Yeah. Um, we picked it up and started building repertoire. And at that point, we I uh, reached out to a couple of restaurants. I was like, hey, wow, we um, no we're a, a high school group. We're nothing great, but I guarantee you, people will love us. Because we're so young, and we we basically went in there with a, a sheet printed out with the songs we could play, and people would tip us based on what we played. And yeah. one gig led to another, another led to another, and then eventually I transferred. Um, after I graduated, I went decided to go to UT, join the Mariachi Ensemble there. Oh, nice! Part of the UT Ensemble, which was really great. I got a lot of experience yeah. there. I still am with them too, but then I was I was missing the the gigging feel. Yeah. And I so, had a little extra cash. Now yeah, there. exactly. And uh, made mariachi Cielo Azul. Cielo Austin, Azul. Cielo Azul de Austin, Texas. So it's, Look uh, at you, man. Yeah, and now we are the biggest student-led group in Austin. And we are we're, we're kind of a big deal. Kind of a big deal in the mariachi I don't know how to freaking artist here, bro. It's it's fun. It definitely has its perks. So so not only do I have Adrian Baruman from the podcast Detached from the Surface, I have Adrian Baruman from the Mariachi Group Cielo Azul de Austin, Texas. Yep. Oh man, dude, bro. So you're legit, like all out, bro. Well, I try to stay humble as I, much as I can. Yeah. Like there's some, like if if you put my mariachi next to some others, like. We're still we're still working on some things, and right. there's some stylistic things we want to improve on. But knowing what what I've accomplished from from what I have now and what I the resources I was given, I'm pretty yeah. content. You know? So, so I'm from Mexico, right? My family's from Mexico, all that, and all my cousins have a picture. All my older cousins have a, a picture of them in a mariachi suit. They were like ten years old. I think it was like tradition when you turn ten. Yep. You got to take a picture in this mariachi suit. Mm-hmm. And here, by t- my time came. Finally, I was like, oh, bro, I get to take the picture. Dude, it never happened. I think oh, the suit like, got... To- it's got, like, cool. The traje. The pro- yeah, the traje. The traje I got, yeah. It, so I never got to experience that. And so one of my all-time dreams is to, is to put on a mariachi suit, bro. I can make that happen. Bro, <laughs> let's do it, bro. I would love that. So, yeah, that has been a dream of mine since I was 10 years old because I didn't get to experience that. Uh, I'm still salty about that. All my cousins have these pictures in mariachi suit, and we actually and just um, ordered new suits. Really? What uh, color yeah, they're, is they're, it? they're 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 blue. Oh man! They're like authentic, legit. The Jalisco, yeah. Todo, oh you man! Know? And, yeah, yeah, yeah. And uh, I mean, each suit was probably like six hundred and fifty bucks a yeah. piece. Yeah, they're 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 expensive. And I've got a group of eleven. 
and we just had a gig for it. That's all we did. Just raise money, gig, 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 and the gigs paid for the suits eventually, yeah. and we put a little bit of our own money in sure. there, but we at least subsidized it, made it made it cheaper, more affordable, and that was nice. What's uh, what's your favorite song to play? Favorite song? Well, it depends on the context. So, like, personally, if we're gonna if we're gonna play something upbeat, yeah, uh, "Son del Relámpago." Oh, that one. That one's uh, there's no singing in that one. It's, it's just, just all music. instruments, and yeah. it's just it sounds like puro mexicano. Yeah. And do you like, sing? Are you I, the singer? I, I sing. Yeah, you sing a little bit. Yeah. Okay. Do you, can you play uh, "El Mariachi Loco"? Yeah, of course. Oh my! Yeah, that one's in the back. I'm hiring one. you for my wedding. Bro. Yeah, dun, 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 dun. When, it's it's not, when it when whenever my wedding happens, it could be five years from now. I don't know. Well, I'll be there. Thanks, man. Well, we'll you will you, be. We'll there. get you. A, we'll get you a big, a big Dude, group you too. will we'll, be there. I guarantee we'll get, you'll you. You'll get the biggest hookup too. Either you will be there as a mariachi, and a guest, or just a guest. But you will <laughs> be there regardless. Thanks, thanks, dude. Yeah, dude, that's awesome, mariachi. So what do you? When you were like, well, how did you approach the idea to your parents? You're like, hey. I'm gonna be a mariachi. Uh, to be honest, I didn't approach them. <laughs> You're like, oh, no, yeah, I'm just no. Gonna I mean, I think I think my mom was really supportive growing up. So I yeah. mean, like whatever I did, she was gonna support. And whenever that happened, and she found that I liked music. Yeah. I didn't decide. I mean, I like music enough to to be a music major if I wanted to. I sure. I love music. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. But practically, music majors don't necessarily make a living. Right. Um, it's just hard. It's hard. It's, it's definitely so hard. hard to succeed. And it's not that I, I didn't want to major. put the effort in. It's yeah. just that, you know, it's you could even do the most you can and sometimes not succeed just because it's, a, it's not. Exactly, right. bro. Exactly. Dude, uh, uh, Matt Shavers, I had him on an episode a few, a few episodes back. He said a saying where, like, dude, the best rapper is working out of Valero right now. Out of Valero? It's Who's just the saying, bro. Exactly. Oh, oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. The yeah, best yeah, living sure, rapper, sure, for sure. The best mariachi is yeah, yeah, not like it, you know is working at a team mobile like right to, now. I like to say it's it's a bit of a it's a it's not a controversial thing, but I think my mariachi is the best in Austin. Yeah, yeah. I confidently say that. I can say that. I'll I'll tell anybody that, and if it, if it comes down to performance. Yeah. And it comes down to showmanship yeah, yeah, yeah. and, and what it's it, about. I think we're the best. It's not just about music, man. Right, group, right, they got to right. work together. They got to look like a unit. You know what I'm saying? A unit. They got to be together, uniformed, presence, the communication between the people, all that jazz. It, right. it, it's got to be the same. And you can tell when, like, so I used to work in weddings before before I became a police officer. I was, a, I was an MC guy. Like, I used to host weddings. Yeah. I, was I mean, you were good at it in high school. Thanks, bro. Oh, man, thanks, man. But you could tell when the mariachi groups, either they hired someone or asked someone to join in because they needed to fill a spot. And you could tell where, like, they weren't on sync. Right, right. Or, like, they weren't, like, maybe they didn't dress the same, something. Mm -hmm. Uh, And it was like, ah, ah, you're good. Yeah, right, right, right. It's it's a big thing. It's a big deal. Dude, that's awesome. Do you guys have an Instagram? Mariachi? No, we don't. We We have a Facebook. Now, the reason we don't have an Instagram is because... It's in Austin. There aren't a lot of mariachis, but there are enough to where I don't want to make a mockery of the group at the same time. Sure. So I'm I'm definitely advertising it on on Facebook. Yeah. I'm advertising word of mouth. Uh, we've got a, a website called Gig Salad that we post oh, nice. our stuff on, and that's how people can book us as well. But I'm waiting for the right time to where the group has professional photos. We've got. 
Um, we've got yeah. professional recordings, yeah, and we yeah. we have something we can really piece together before I take it to social media right. all at once. Because right. I want whatever. Whatever I put forth, and when I, when I tell people that we have the best mariachi, I need to make sure I can back it up. So that's the thing, and that and that's something I argue even just with this podcast, and you can probably relate to it with yours. If I'm putting my name on something, it's it better be the best, right? Right, because mm-hmm. the product I produce, the content I want to produce, it's got to be the best. So yep. like people, I was having issues with the podcast, and we talked about it before this, but you know I have issues with the mics and stuff because um, I've invested more money into the podcast and. Uh, one guy told me, he was like, well, maybe you're just picky. And I'm like, well, maybe. I was like, but <laughs> it's also my name on this thing. Right. It's my product. It's I'm, a reflection of how much work exactly. you put so into like it, Exactly. So, like, if too. you want to look, if your product is crappy, it's going to show that you don't care. Right? Well, I mean, a perfect example is, like, the last the last podcast I, I recorded, I told you, was in an open room. Yeah. A lot of vibrations off the wall. Yeah, Audio yeah, sounded yeah. subpar. If yeah. you wanted to fix it. You could, which I did. It took six hours. Yeah. But. And even then it was like. Maybe like you can. You me, to, I, I know what's wrong get, with exactly. it. Exactly. I know what's wrong Dude, with the it. last episode. And, and whoever listens to Cigar Night, like the last episode, episode 15, it was a great content. Like I had Seth Guerrero. We talked about some really good stuff. But the mics didn't sound right because I'm, I'm you know, I got new mics and whatever. It didn't sound right. It sounded off. And I know what I want to sound like. But I think at this point in your podcast, too, you as long as you've got a base, you know, you've got a base yeah. following and you've got some people that are willing to support you regardless of, like, yeah. if there's, like, a off episode. Like, yeah. me, I consider episode one my off episode. Oh, dude, my first like, episode was rough. Like, my, like I, I go rough. look back at that and I'm like, Jesus Christ. Like, yeah. Yeah, the things I could have done better with uh-huh. knowing what I know now, which is, like, only three weeks worth of into the podcast. Yeah. It is pretty good. It's yeah. a good amount that where we know how we could yeah. we could shape it. We could yeah. make it a lot more polished. But you are where you are now, and it's not going to change. I anything. am. Uh, I am. This is going to be the sixteenth episode, and uh, the podcast has been around over a year now. We started August of twenty nineteen. Took about a five month break, six month break with with the academy and stuff and work. Um, so when I came back, I was like, man, I don't know what I'm doing. I lost everything. Like all my editing skills. I was like, I don't remember how to do it. It took a a learning curve again to redo it. Right. But for the most part, the podcast has been around over a year. Um, I, I know kind of what I want, you know, I've learned new things. I'm definitely not where I want to be. And, uh, I think that sets a goal, right? Like I know what I want to be, where I want to go. Right. Everyone wants to be Joe Rogan, right? Everyone wants to have like this space that's just for you. And that would be awesome. But look, man, we're sitting on a balcony uh, San Antonio, by, in San Antonio, Texas. You know, we're trying to smoke cigars. You know, we're smoking some cigars. We're having a good time. Yeah. Yeah, there's some background noise. But you got to do what you got to do. You got to work with what you got. I mean, man. it's also like how it really shows like if you, you're you on episode 16, yeah. right? So this is a good statement to everybody that it's not just some half-ass work you're putting together yeah. put out. Because if that was the case, then you could probably have, like, 100 episodes at this point. Oh, yeah. Right? Yeah. And you're also passionate about what you do. And you you brought it back. You know, you yeah. had that month waiting period that we yeah, were yeah, yeah. doing, figuring some other stuff out. But yeah. after you brought it back together, here you are oh, yeah. putting I think I was telling um i'm sure i'll have to get you in contact with brenda because i'm sure yeah. y'all will i have y'all welcome yeah, work yeah, together yeah. with with y'all's podcast too is is putting your opinions and putting your voice out there yeah. for the public to hear is probably one of the hardest things to do yeah because all it does it, it just takes one thing to say that somebody doesn't agree with yeah. for things to get ugly 
you know? Right, and so that's the thing, is I try to stay... Like politics. Politics is a really iffy subject. Right? right, yeah. Like, even me being a police officer. Like, it is... Some people hate me. Now, you didn't, you didn't like... Were you deterred in any way from being a police officer? No, with... bro. So, so, you know, I've wanted to be a police officer for a long time. Maybe, like, with you with you and, and being, you know, congressman. Mm-hmm. Dude, like, I remember being in middle school, and I'm like, bro, I want to be a police officer. Jeez. And uh, I made it happen, bro. But, no, times have sucked. Don't get me wrong. Uh, but I will be completely honest in that the city of San Antonio, um, the people here are great. Yeah, they are. That's for sure. It's some great people. you got a small-town feel with the big yeah, city, and you can't get that anywhere else. You can't get anywhere else, else no. man. And, and I will say that, you know, there's always going to be people who dislike the police anywhere you go. Anywhere. I mean, that's just the thing. Um, I mean, if I see if I see the lights and siren behind me at yeah. 35, I'm like, fuck. Oh, <laughs> oh, even me, bro. Dude, I get nervous seeing a cop car behind me. I'm like, oh, fuck. What am I going to do? Uh, no, like... Any like people dislike police officers anyway like this i mean there's always gonna be that group of people who do right, right? um but i think for a majority of people in the city of san antonio um and in, i mean texas i would say i mean they back the police and so even though it's been rough um throughout the country uh i'm very fortunate to be working for a great city and uh it could be a lot worse it could yeah. be worse <laughs> i mean san antonio is a great city the people here are amazing, and for the most part, they support their police. Um, and it's a great because even though I feel it, um, you know, you feel people staring at you. Um, but I also feel the comfort of people. Like, there has been many instances um, where I'm going to get food and someone's like, hey, I'll pay for it. Hey, I already paid. Or, like, I go up to the front to pay, and they're like, oh, that person already paid for you. I'm at a drive-thru wow. like, in Starbucks, and they're like, oh, the person in front of you already paid. I'm like, bro, like, you don't have to do that. <laughs> but it makes it makes art, like, it makes me feel like, damn. Appreciate it. Dude, yeah, like, I mean, that, here that is, I think, in some cities that are a little bit more harsh on their police yeah. and a little bit more critical yeah. right now, you won't find that at no, all. Oh, and it's great. And, I mean, and the thing is, too, I think, I mean, even, let's say, the city could be going a little harsh but you'll still have those people that will who support you i mean right. there's that the silent majority right? right and then again i don't want to get into politics and stuff because of that like you know i get it like there is people like who have their opinions and i and i respect that like i will listen to your opinions all day uh but i have my opinions like right you know, right, you know? Right, um right. as far as like did i ever get like not like i i, I would say you never had a doubt no like i would say that that everything that's going on motivated me more because I wanted to be that change. Right. I was like, bro, I want to be that change. That I want to show that, hey, there are cool officers out here. Like, hey, there is good people here who are trying to help and are here to, to try to make a difference. And that's me, man. Like, I'm just here to make a difference, bro. Yes, sir. I ran into a person from high school. I was at work. Uh, it was at his place. <laughs> like, we got called to his place. And I recognized <laughs> the name. I was like, mm, I know that guy. And then I saw him. I was like, yep, that's him. And he's like, bro, what you doing? I'm like, oh, bro, I'm just trying to make a difference, bro. And he's <laughs> like, bro, I feel that, bro feel that and i mean he was he was a different race right he was an african-american yeah and he was like bro i respect that bro i'm like hey you know me bro i'm just trying to make a difference <laughs> so it all depends on how you talk to people you'd be surprised the way you talk to people if you treat people like adults and you talk to them like an adult you'll go a long way yeah, yeah. um 
So, yeah, I mean, I'm just here to try to make a difference, bro. I think there's great respect in what police people, yeah. I mean, policemen do. Anybody who's in law enforcement, firefighter, oh, yeah. you know, any the EMT, yeah, yeah, exactly. Yeah. Yeah. It, it's it's a hard job, man. It's stressful, and uh, there's a lot of rewards to it, but it is stressful. And I will say that right now, at this time period, I don't know if law enforcement will be what I do for the rest of my life. I can't say that. Like, I don't I, know. I don't think anybody um, would. Like, I can't say that, that oh, yeah, I'm going to do this for the next 30 years of my life. I don't know. Um I did it. I wanted to do it. I did it. I achieved that goal. Um, and if I stay with it, great. If there's something else that comes up and I'm like, oh, I want to do that now, I'm, I'll, I'll probably do it. That's the kind of person I am. Yeah, yeah. I'm yeah. like, hey, if I see something that I want to do and I like it, I'm probably going to go for it. Um, so, yeah, that's kind of where I'm at right now in life, bro. Nice. But, yeah, man. Nice. Yeah, I was missing that whole background because, I mean, like I said, I see the old, all, like, the pictures. I'm like, man, yeah. he's getting the uniform. I was like, he was just in the academy. He's like, yeah, is, yeah, is he yeah. done? I'm like, done, bro. I'm <laughs> done, bro. Yeah. It went crazy, and what's crazy for me is that like I was a theater major. Like, yeah, I, I remember that too. Theater. Yeah, like I, I studied theater. You I, do anything with that? Uh, not right now. Or no? Not right now. Well, and I think COVID made it harder. For too. sure. For so, sure. Yeah. Uh, I actually thought about it. I was like, I want to go back. Like I miss it. I miss the theater scene, um, and I want to go back to it. And what I like about this podcast is that it kind of gives me a little bit of both. Mm-hmm. Uh, it still gives me that. Um, some sort of entertainment feeling yeah a little satisfaction so, your uh, self endeavors right yeah, man exactly so we'll see what the future holds man i can't say what the future holds but uh all i know is it's uh the future's gonna be bright bro yes sir you know I mean? that's right attitude i mean more people like that thanks bro. and uh, so i come across too many people that have like a negative attitude yeah, like, yeah. like i don't know what's gonna happen so because i don't know what's gonna happen i'm just not gonna worry about it you know and i'm like oh, i don't know about that one bro this thing is hot this Looks lighter hot. is hot, bro. Burns your face. So detached from the surface, man. What's the goal with detached from the surface? What What do you see yourself? Well, so this is where I'm at a conflict. So th- this next episode is going to be just me going on a tangent of my political views, of course, and let people take it as they want. I've gotten a lot of I've gotten a lot of hate. I've gotten a lot of good criticism. Uh, I've gotten both sides from because politics is just. Where it is right now, right, right? Dude, that's what I'm saying, bro. It's such an iffy topic, but, and I'm and I give you so much props to like start something. Thanks, yeah. Right it, now, it's fun. I, I mean, I enjoy. It. I mean, I've never been one to be phased by criticism right. or haters, or yeah. I, I've had a lot of people with who have outright just said what you said is wrong and you're a bad person, mm. but they never will offer like, a, well, let's talk about it. Right. You know, they it's just very quick to just say, well, how could how could you say something like that or whatnot? And the goal of the podcast is to is to get rid of that. The goal is to find some sort of middle ground for everybody to just kind of sit back, relax, um, and talk about the differences that we have in our opinions, where we could agree on something. Yeah. And if there's a point which I haven't gotten this gotten to this point yet, because I really haven't had anybody that's extreme opposite of what i believe in um if there's no way we could just find common ground then where would we go from there you know i think i think just people want something a glimpse of hope really that that we could still work together for now it's just, it's just very much seeming like we, we can't so i i really i think i created detached from the surface just to kind of a Give that option for people who, who want to say something right. that don't. Which is why I think I'm going to go to YouTube soon. Is um, Because, I mean, audio is great. I love, I, I love seeing the podcast grow, being yeah. on like Spotify and yeah. 
Apple and you can see like how many views you get. Yeah, it's great. That's cool. It's so cool. It's good. Like the statistics are there and just probably the most discouraging thing is is people likely aren't going to listen to next episode if they weren't into the one before because they weren't able to say something, like give a comment that they want. Maybe they weren't into it because they weren't able to see just how passionate our body language behind it. So Mm -hmm. I think like, for instance, like Joe Rogan, right? He's like the God of all gods when it comes to podcasts. Yeah. Right. I mean, if like I said, if I had that kind of money, I oh, yeah. we, 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 too, we'd, be, we'd be sitting pretty, right? Yeah, but absolutely. It's just not how it is right now. But I think as far as something like political, where I, I really do want to have those tough conversations, and I really I really do want – I don't want to have a comment section full of hates, and I don't want to have a comment section full of – But you want people to express themselves. Yeah, well, you express yourself like you want, yeah. But do it respectfully and do it, do right. it with, in yeah, mind with, with knowing that the other person you're talking to is also a human being, and they're also somebody who likely – has no intention of hurting you sure. or have no intention of hurting somebody else that yeah. they're, they're talking about. Yeah. And maybe there's just miscommunication. Like, yeah. Maybe that's all it Let's is. Let's talk about know? it. Yeah, Let's exactly. have a cigar over it. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, that's man. why, man, I was, when I, when I heard yours, I was like the laid back feel, yeah. you're, you're, you're having a cigar with a friend or two, right? Yeah. You've got a modelo, you know, yeah, like, bro. how are you going to complain? Exactly. Right. Like how you, and then Relax, I think, What's going to get interesting of, on Detached is whenever I do have that one person who is completely radical or completely <laughs> against everything I say. Yeah. And I mean, I'm not, it's not like I'm not scared of it, but I, I do want to walk away from a conversation saying that that was a good conversation, yeah. productive, and not really have any resentment or something you held back. And um, Does your podcast have uh, an Instagram, social media? No, no. It goes back to the whole thing where I was talking yeah, about. Yeah. about um, about uh, before I make a social media page and you before want it to I, be perfect. I, it needs to yeah, be good. It needs to be way. good. Yeah, because right now, I mean, these first three episodes have been really good. I've got a good. I, I can see what the base is evolving into, and you, there's a huge jump from like episode one to episode two. Oh yeah. Huge jump from episode two to episode <laughs> yeah, three. Yeah, 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 it yeah. just like, as soon as you say you're making a podcast, everybody will listen to it. They're interested. This is something new. Yeah. But as you start getting down the line, like it gets smaller you're, you're, you know what yeah, i mean like I, you start I, losing I people the same thing and um there's got to be a, a method to to like a roller coaster method right now it went uphill yeah. it's declining declining not declining to like to where i give up you know yeah. Because no, but I, it, it, yeah you notice it yeah yeah you notice it and, and you, you try to think about ways you could get get it out more and i think youtube is probably the best absolutely way. i think uh, the reason i brought up social media was just because um the comments you know you could post mm-hmm. pictures you can have people comment on it you can do stories and say hey right, what right. do you think on this or like let's do a poll now it's coming for sure soon um i'm, I'm thinking probably in the next two weeks is yeah, whenever we're yeah. uh, we're gonna have our first youtube video yeah um maybe push three yeah. hopefully it doesn't take that long but once the youtube comes out and then i can get like i have but the last person i interviewed was a professor at the university of texas also director of the ut mariachi ensemble yeah and that was really 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 just an educated conversation and and from somebody at the university level you know right a professor but at episode three the numbers were nothing compared to what i had with episode one, one. Yeah, right yeah, right yeah. right so i i need to get 
attention on important issues like that and important topics that are really specific to that episode because it she she offers yeah, some tremendous experiences oh, yeah. that I was, I was that like my I, first or second guest can't do that right you know, well, you it's know? a different person right it's right. a different uh education different point exactly of view. yeah uh one thing you might have better luck than i did <laughs> so when i first started the podcast and i was in your boat i was like man like my views are going down you know i'm not getting um the same i, I did with the first few episodes when the hype was still up uh, and then I was like, you know what? I'm going to promote my page on Instagram. You know how you have like those sponsored the uh-huh. ads and all that. I tried doing that. How'd it go? <laughs> so Instagram has a thing about you can't sponsor or promote tobacco products. Oh man! So so I made so I did like multiple things, and I like I would try to like advertise pictures. I'm like that has nothing to do with cigars. Like it was a me on a mountain having some motivational like quote yeah 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 nothing to do with like i didn't even mention cigars in the cast they shut they shut you they, they censored you or? yeah they, no 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 no. so not censored but they they, they declined yeah right right because right. i was willing to pay like you pay for it and i was like legit i'm like i'm doing this but they say well do you can't like promote tobacco products or alcohol so i would like you could fight it and i, I, I did i was like well first of all i'm not selling tobacco like i'm not mm-hmm. like I, it's a podcast right right right, right. But I think just because the name on my Instagram is Cigar Night, I think that by itself is like, eh, you right? Can't. I mean, so but you also like, do you have explicit on your podcast? Do you do you tag it as explicit? Not on Instagram. No, but I mean, like on Spotify. Well, or yeah, but like, I'm yeah, not. See, I mean, even at that, like, if there's Joe, worse. There's yeah, worse yeah, people. there's worse things out there, right? Yeah. Like this, this is nowhere near as explicit than something like Joe so, Rogan might yeah, put so out. Yeah, so that's you know? kind of where I was. So I didn't. So I gave up on that. I was like, well, that's not going anywhere. And I tried like three or four times, different pictures, different captions. I'm like, so and you that's might, another you thing too. To. I don't know. I don't know what the power of Instagram advertising is. I would say so. The way it worked, at least for me, you pay for like how long you want it to be up, and people will see it. Um, you can also choose like the age group you want to hit. You can determine like the range, like the whole U.S., the whole world. You have to put, like, specific, like, countries. Mm-hmm. Um, and I think the more you put, like, the more money it is, right? Like, where do you want it to hit? Um, how long you want it to And I was going to put, like, let's just do a week. Like, let's just do a week of, of just having the ads run. Mm-hmm. Um, of my page being sponsored. Uh, and it wasn't that expensive. It wasn't that bad. I don't remember how it was. But, it, I mean, it didn't work. Yeah, I mean, there's that. I mean, inevitably, well, I'll, like, we'll have to put more money into it if you wanted to get bigger yeah and it's just the way it is. it's an investment you know mm. i go oh, yeah i'm with but, it but yes instagram uh, said no you cannot so if anybody who works on instagram listens to this please help me out help me help you help my man ricardo please yes please <laughs> please help me um so anyways so that might be some things to consider and, and it's great talking to someone else who has a podcast because uh you can kind of relate. I relate. I definitely relate to like exactly everything you've said. Yep. Uh, it's it's been a roller coaster. It's been fun. Um, and at the end of the day, it's not about. I mean, yes, it's about your content. It's about who listens and, and and what they get out of the episodes. But at the end of the day, for me, it's like as long as I'm happy doing it. For sure. Right. For sure. Like, yeah. 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 If I'm cool with it and I'm happy doing this, hey, who can take that away from you? Exactly. Yeah. And I think that was the same thing. I that was the same. I was like, unless it's a complete failure, like, you know, unless, unless I'm like zero, like 
what I'm doing here doesn't get to one person, right? Then that's where I'm like, okay, well, am I, do I need to hold my breath and try something else? But no, I'm, I think, I think too. Also, me and you were in a social circle, and the area we grew up that everybody's pretty down to earth. You, you, you've got, we've got some pretty good friends that, like I said, even if it's a bad like take or like episode one for me or yeah. whatever you think because it was bad take for you, it, they'll still listen, you know. Yeah, dude, and you'll be surprised. Um, I don't know if it's happened to you yet. It took me a, a few episodes in, but uh, pretty, pretty recent, not recently, um, pretty quick when I started the podcast, um, there was people who reached out to me, like, from, like, offering jobs. Oh. <laughs> yeah. Uh, you know, people like Yaki Cigars who offered me, like, hey, you know, we love your, your, your podcast. Like, you know, would you be interested in, in working, collaborating? I said, hell yeah. Um, there's been about three instances already. Nice. Where I'm trying to think. There's been a f- two of them were like job related. Do you do you ever reach out to them too? Or what do you mean? Do you ever reach out to these cigar businesses? No. And, I mean, I think because I'm, I'm, I was contemplating that. I was like, like uh, realistically, who, who, who would I need to reach out to to right. make it bigger? Like you're, you've got a very specific, like you, cigars companies. Like if they're willing to sponsor you, oh, and dude, they, yeah, that they, would they, be the dream, man. Exactly, like, like to be like, hey, we will, like, we will give you this unlimited supply of cigars, but all you have to do is smoke our cigars. I would be like, but yep, I will, sp- I will shout you out I will every smoke, episode, unless it's like a terrible cigar, right? <laughs> I don't know, even man, I don't know, like just to have my name out there on them, like that would yeah. be awesome. Um, yeah, like I, there is. There is a, a possibility with that, and and I have met some people with some like really good. It's funny how like we base people off like Instagram followers, but like I have met there's a few people who want to get on the podcast who have like tens of thousands Instagram followers. I know, right. two, I know two, three. There's three people. One of them for sure can happen, but the issue is the reason I haven't brought them on there yet, and they're just like waiting for the call. Right. And I would love to have them on, but the issue is is like. When you when you bring people at a higher level who can actually push put you in in the spotlight, right? It's like I gotta be ready. Me too. Yeah. Like this isn't gonna work. Right. Right. And right, they might right. they might be like understanding. And no, stuff. I think I think I think too. Uh, I mean, podcast working with podcasts is another really really good way yeah. to start building a base. Right. Because um, what I was talking with Brenda too, um, me and her, um, like I said, talk with her too to see what she. She's doing. Dude, um, we actually cause... were going to try to do an episode. This was back in January. Oh, really? We were going to. I got in touch with her. I was like, yo, let's do an episode. Uh, if you want to smoke a cigar, cool. Like, I mean, we don't have to, right? Uh, and she was like, yeah, let's do it. Uh, something happened that week after where I think she couldn't do it or I couldn't do it. And like two weeks later, I started the academy. Damn. And once the academy started, I knew that it was like. I, I knew that like, was, was, everything was going to be on pause. And I think I told her, I was like, I only have like two weeks before like i'm gonna be really busy uh and we couldn't make it happen but now that i have time i think i think we can make it happen yeah no it's it's cool because i mean um like all all these podcasts you know they've got there's different meaning behind them all you know um and uh like hers is way more soul searching than mine and yours is way more casual more relaxed feeling more uh, yours is definitely a more comfortable feeling than (laughs) than what i have because man it can get hostile when i'm yeah. talking about politics and but it's about promoting each other's 
yeah. circles and yeah, promoting yeah, 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 yeah. because at the end of the day, like I said, there's what you're trying to offer, what I'm trying to offer, what she's trying to offer, what Joe Rogan's trying to anybody, anybody who has a podcast, what they're trying to offer is pretty much this the content's gonna be different, the feel's gonna be different, but right. the the end goal is we're all doing this for our own satisfaction exactly. and we're all doing this for our for because we're passionate and we believe in something yeah. whether it be having a good time or yeah. hanging out or trying to get saying, something out like that it's sure. really good and i think there's a good community around it and um i'm glad for that i'm glad for oh, that yeah. at least you oh know? yeah no i definitely uh definitely feel it and and i think that's one thing that you know we we came from the same uh I would say not social circle, but like we know a lot of mutual friends, and I know yeah, those friends. Yeah, we're all sure. like, mm-hmm. we're all into everyone's success, bro. Yep. You know, like we're all about that, and so we motivate each other. You know, that's the big thing. Adrian Cigar is going out again. Hey, hey, hey! hey I told you, I told you, Brandon. That's a little. It's little okay. New. It's all good, bro. It's all good. It could be the cigar, bro. It's the cigar. I'm just looking at that torch, man. How good that. This torch is crazy. I'm <laughs> gonna have to get one, dude. It was. It's well worth it. I had to save up for it. Um. Yeah, bro. Where'd you get into cigars? Where? To, how did I get into it? Yeah, how? And um. Well, I guess what? Well, yeah, I'm sure. Like, there'll be a time where I we can talk about. I mean, you probably already discussed this in the in past episode. Oh like, no, what, man, we'll talk about this. Have you? Uh, what What did you think of the? the theme like cigar night yeah 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 so i don't know if i have talked i'm sure you mentioned got, it you've got a cover too that's pretty badass like the cigar and like oh, the way bro, it's formatted really I'm yeah to it's really good too, really i like it i was like damn i was like damn that's pretty good oh man i'm actually working on trying to change it bro i okay so cigar night so i have a, a closed group of friends about four or five of us and the, and the and we have like alternates who come in every now and then like close friends right mm-hmm. but the but the main cigar night group Right there's this group of friends that I've known since high school, uh, and we 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 were just the cigar night group, man. Like that's the cigar night squad, and uh, we got together. We we would once a month get together, smoke cigars, talk about life, and uh, Cooper Hurt and Desiree Carmona have a company called Stay Phenomenal, right? And uh, they at one point started their podcast stay phenomenal podcast see i don't know their podcast either well so so it's it, it's theirs is is on hold oh okay okay uh it's a great podcast they have like three episodes but it's been on hold for a little bit because they're because stay phenomenal it's a design company mm-hmm. right they handle with like t-shirts and and like the decals they're they're a design company um but they they're trying to just like do more things right so when they started the podcast i was like man if they're doing it i can do it right like coop is doing his own thing cooper hurt like th- that man is doing like he started this company, stay phenomenal. I'm like, bro, he's doing it. Like, I want to do something. Yeah, like, yeah, and yeah, so, yeah, yeah. And so I was like, what can I do? And I've always had this idea of like doing a podcast. But I'm like, what can I do? What would I talk about? I said, like, you know what, man, Cigar Night, bro. Like, so I named it Cigar Night, just like our group. Um, and yeah, man, that's and so that's how it started. That's how the podcast started, uh, with this idea of having people come on the episodes on, on a podcast and talk about just like what they've done, what their experiences are um entrepreneurs like like mm-hmm. yourself like cooper heard with stay phenomenal um other friends who and i have a lot more people lined up that i want to get on here um the cigars itself though i would say my dad um he he would smoke cigars classy man classy man very classy man he would he would smoke cigars and so growing up i would always watch him and then as i got older i was just more interested in them 
and uh yeah so i would say start with my dad uh and then just the more i smoked the more you know the podcast i got into it um the more i read up the more i tried to learn uh-huh. um so yeah that's kind of how i got into it man I- i'm seeing like um do you know reagan smith yes he's a he was into MacArthur too yeah, yeah 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 he's he's developing his own podcast um it's called uh liquored language hey oh my liquored language is it about liquor yeah yeah but it's imagine this imagine a podcast getting where every 15 minutes there's a proctor reagan's a proctor right uh-huh. and you gotta take a shot okay so from the beginning of the podcast you start sober by the end of the podcast, presumably in 15 minutes, every 15 minutes you're taking a shot and you also have a drink in front of you, which you should finish two to three drinks within the hour. At least that's in his standard that Jeez. Uh, by the end you should maybe slur your words. Maybe by the end you should know that yeah. the person's gone. And that, that's what I'm saying, man. Like, like some things are so close. I mean, it's a, it's a, I have, I I'm waiting a, for it to honestly, come out, I think but it's a great idea. I, I'm waiting for it to come out and, and, and hear it. Um, liquor language, shout out to liquor language, podcast. liquor language. Yeah. It's, it's, it's in the making. Um, he's yeah. actually my roommate. So he, oh. he's my roommate. Yeah. So is, so is Gabe. And like I said, there's a lot of podcasts going up right now. I think it's cause it's COVID. Yeah. So, um, but it's, good, it's really seeing like, Man, there's a lot of creative ideas out there. Dude, I didn't even think of that. Dude. Yeah, so, I mean, when I saw the Cigar Night with the cigar picture, yeah, the, yeah, the, yeah. like you have the, the logo, the yeah. album, the logo album, I was like, yeah. So, yeah, sense. so I like to have some cigars and maybe some drinks and stuff. Yeah, yeah, um, yeah. Yeah, I try to be somewhat classy. Um, yeah, I, I, I have so many ideas, bro. But, yeah, there's so many great ideas, creative ideas that, like, liquor language, man. Like, that's – there's a there's – a, Comedy Central used to have a show called Drunken History. Drunken History. Where they, like, talk about history or something. I think it's something like that. Uh, and it's, like, the host, like, would drink. And by the end of the... I don't know if they really got drunk. Yeah, yeah, you don't know for sure, right? But, like, they assume... You assume that they're drinking throughout the episode. So, right. by the end, the, the history facts are completely wrong. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> right? So, that's how it is. That's the theme about it. Um that's creative like i'm with it i'm like yeah i'll be yeah, man, I'll, I'll i'll take it. it all in man i'll do it yeah I'll, i'm down for that um but yeah dude there's so many creative ideas uh and i just can't wait to see what what comes up for sure it, man yeah are you trying to monetize this podcast at some point maybe i mean the goal is, was never to i mean okay not say never the goal at when i first started wasn't to make money like that wasn't the, the point right uh it's just to you know enjoy it uh enjoy what i do eventually maybe you know maybe sure. once i get big you know if i get bigger i will get bigger when you, you get bigger when, when bigger. you get bigger when I not get bigger. if when when uh yeah i think definitely i would love to to make some money off of it or, or do something with it you know yeah um yeah i don't i don't yeah i the goal isn't to make money right now that isn't the goal as far as from the podcast right like, Which it sh- I think in the initially it shouldn't be. No, I mean because I, mean, I, mean, I like it. Yeah, right. Yeah, mm-hmm. uh, and I think that says a little bit more. It's like ah, I like doing this. Yeah, yeah, exactly. But like the craziest, how big you can get? Like Joe Rogan. Have you seen Joe Rogan's like first episode? Yeah, but Joe Rogan's also like he's he Fear Factor or yeah, UFC. He, he like, already my, had money. My man, like it's like if Obama went and created a fuck, oh, dude, like a podcast. It would be, right? like, it's, it would be instant. Joe, like Joe Rogan would be done. Like it, Obama's had the podcast now. Like, oh yeah. <laughs> like, yeah. Like, I guess so. But the goal, like, if you look at his first episode. It was rough. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, was like, was. Dang. I so mean, like, he said it to himself. He's like, I, I first, uh, basically, well, same platform like you and I ran on. I was yeah. like, well, first it was just the us thing. 
you know, have a bunch of friends on, get everybody's experiences. It was just like an us thing. But then you start thinking, who else can I have on? Yeah, that's the thing. Who else can yeah, I have on? You know, well, what can I, who of somewhat importance or like something, somebody that will, I mean, because at the end of the day, some people are a little bit more credible than us, right? Like, oh, yeah. Just because they've been here around here longer, oh, right? Yeah. So, who could I have on that has a little more social clout, a little bit more more prominence in society right now that will make my voice brighter right. and uh, make my, my podcast, my dreams Absolutely. take off, you know? Yeah, man. Yeah, bro. So, I'm going to start something new. All right. This is something I found in the making. And, then, and right now, because we're going to hit, we have hit our hour mark. Perfect. We're like 11 minutes into the hour. Uh, and we and, and there's something I want to talk. When we hit the hour, I missed it by 11 minutes. But when we get into our first hour, we're going to get into the freestyle portion. All and right. this is about, we can talk about anything. Anything you want to talk about, bro. Anything you want to talk about. Later on, I want to have like a jar just of like, uh, I, didn't, I, didn't, I didn't do it, but I should have. But for future episodes, I'm going to put like a jar... Uh, with like different themes, different subjects and stuff. Um, don't worry about that. It's okay. It's all right. It's all good. It's just it's just background noise. Um, it's my camera telling me that uh, it's out of battery. Oh well. <laughs> That's Anyways, all it's all good. Freestyle. I'm gonna have a, a, a jar with uh, subjects and themes and stuff, and we're going to talk. And I'm gonna pull something out, and we're gonna talk about it. All right. All right. But not right now, because I don't okay. have that with me. But. Freestyle. What do you want to talk about, bro? Freestyle, anything. Nothing mm. doesn't have to be anything related to anything. 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 Anything's fair game. Yeah, anything's fair game, bro. Hmm. Let's talk about aliens, bro. How do you feel there, about aliens? You know, bro? not gonna lie, the past three weeks, for some reason, astronomy's been like yeah? a little bit, like a little more fascinating to me than, really? than it usually is. Yeah, I mean, uh, a couple days ago. Um. Me, me and some friends uh i shouldn't be telling this because you're a cop but there, there was some there was some uh substances involved oh okay there was uh, we got high okay <laughs> and uh it was my friend's first time really smoking so he was he was like you know what i'm i want to try it let's do it and then the, you know one of those things where the boys are doing it let's do it right yeah, yeah, yeah. and man the 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 night sky was like perfect no clouds, visibility great, and night, and that particular night Mars was bright as could be. Yeah. Like you look up and you can see the red planet. Like you see yeah. a red dot that's noticeably not a star, and that that is Mars. Yeah. But you, you just sat there and you're like, gosh dang! Like you know, there's a lot of there's a lot of things going on right now for for trying to get a man to Mars. Mm-hmm. You know, like just just take that into yeah. like. Yeah, I mean, it's yeah, one yeah. thing to look at the moon and be like, wow, we we got to the moon. Yeah. You know, but getting to another planet. You know, oh, that's legit. you know, like interplanetary travel, like, oh, okay, now we're talking now we're about different. Now, now we're yeah, really now that's a new level. Like, what's the? And it makes you think, like, down the line, like, what's the real capacity that man has to to venture out into space? Yeah, I mean, like Elon Musk, right? He's just like, yeah, we'll have a man by twenty twenty three. It was supposed to be twenty twenty, but COVID happened, of course. He's like, yeah, things are all over the place. Twenty twenty three, there's gonna be a man on Mars. So, so he says that's what that's what he wants. Mm-hmm. Um, but you think like, well, shit, like you send a man to Mars, right? It's presumably a one-way ticket, right? <laughs> How are you going to come back? You, you, I mean, maybe you're not, right? Maybe they'll send you something to get back. I don't know. Oh, I, I, I think it's just, I think it's, it, I think those who sign up are like, no, you're, it's gone. Right. I mean, 
I couldn't do it because I have too many things I want to do here. I was going to say, I, I, I could imagine. That, I could imagine if I grew up and and being an astronomer and being an astronaut was my yeah my passion. I would do it. So like, there's a girl. I don't have her name. I saw it on social media the other day. There's this 18 year old girl who has been to every um, NASA camp, like every every NASA camp that exists in the world. She's really? been to. She's 18 years old, and she's the youngest person who's about to start, like, yeah, like, Space Academy or something like mm-hmm. that. Or like, Trying to be an astronaut. Yeah, well, yeah, but she's on set to go to Mars. Like, she's one of the oh, people. Oh, shit. So, like, damn. Yeah. Like, at 18 years old, you're like, nah, I'm going. Yeah, yeah. And I don't think I'm coming back. It's like, bro, that's scary. I don't know if I could do that, bro. Yeah, I, I mean, and I think it, too, depends on, like, what kind of family you're raised in, like, how much family do you have back here? Bro, you that's know, the like, thing, bro. Like, I, like, I can't too, leave my dude, family. Dude, my, dude, never see them again. Like, not even video call. Like, I have yeah, video, bro, they like... Need, they're not even Wi-Fi in Mars, bro. Right, right. Like, you, you're you going to have, like... Basically, you're going to maybe send video recordings back and forth that will take days to arrive. If like, even. Right. And it won't even be good quality. It won't even be 1080p, bro. It'll be like... <laughs> it'll be like, what's, what's that, 240? Maybe. Bro. Yeah, bro. Dang. That's yeah, you rough. can't even call anybody. There's, I mean, I, I can't imagine it. That's you can't not, even be on Instagram. On the nope. There's no Wi-Fi. No, there. nothing. Yeah. No, I couldn't go, bro. I can't do it. But think of it this way now. Think of it like twenty. the year's 2050, right? Okay. Now there's a few groups of people on Mars. Uh-huh. Now it's like not necessarily a colony, but you've got a like a small civilization that's doing studying on Mars. Maybe yeah. they're able to to do agriculture with mm. with maybe like a bubble they have or something like that now i mean yeah earth is preferable right but at least you're not alone yeah. maybe there's like a time where a child's born there maybe there's a time where a child born on yeah oh i mean i mean I, put it this way i don't uh <laughs> i don't foresee if they send a man and a woman to mars I don't foresee it will take long to make a child, <laughs> so I don't think that will take a long time. But you gotta you gotta think about that. Let's say there is a baby on Mars. Do we have the res? You know, you gotta think of that. Like you gotta send like resources for babies. Like I'm sure they it's could. it's gonna be a lot of things yeah. to consider, bro. I mean, luckily it's I mean food. What would be in our lifetime? I think we could be in our lifetime. I think we will see it. But you gotta think about oxygen that that goes up there. I mean, for life. You know, like, how do you plan oxygen, like, having you know, enough oxygen a, for years? There's a nuke theory that if you, like, Mars is in a, in a stage of development that their their atmosphere is not suitable for life, right? But Earth was like that one time. Mm. And the nuke theory is that if you just nuke the crap out of Mars, you artificially generate An the impact of basically a uh, like an asteroid or an impact of of like just me like radiation like up the ash right right and you alter the environment of mars and you pump all all the chemicals that are involved with a nuclear weapon into mars sky in the course over a thousand years it, it would generate life 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 yeah not like sentient life but yeah, yeah, yeah. you'd have you'd have maybe like microorganisms yeah, or yeah, you'd yeah. have like Something like that. But what about oxygen and shit? Yeah. Potentially? Yeah, presumably. Like, you have microbes producing oxygen. Like, what just the, the way, like, plants do. 
but it's it's like the nuke theory it's like a it's theory. a totally theory like it's like well never been tested right right because at one like one point like earth was just a huge ball of flames right or it was just a big rock supposedly right yeah. and then at some point a meteor hit it broke off a piece of the earth now we have a moon but that big uh, impact yeah that big impact altered the way that this planet developed and produced an atmosphere suitable for life i talked about this on a few episodes back and i just something about like like space and like all this all that like microorganisms and bacteria like growing from a nuke all this stuff i feel like maybe i'm just dumb but it's like too big for my mind to imagine like at the same time, it's like it's a bunch of theory and bullshit. That's the thing. It's I mean, a it's like it's not. This is not proven at one hundred percent at all. That's like the Big Bang theory, right? It's a theory. There's no proof on that. <laughs> There's no, proof, There's on no that. proof on that. I mean, like people, you're you're arguing the creation of something out of nothing. Yeah, you know exactly. So like, yeah, you're telling me that something exploded, and now we're here. Right, right. I mean, ah. like like science. The way the way I perceive, like science explains a lot of things, right? Yeah. But science is also in theory the social construct that we use just to help us comprehend what is in our reality sure. right so imagine a case where like let's say we all just admitted that we don't know how things came to be yeah which we should it would be really. chaos at that point everybody's either a super religious b just okay fine we're just gonna live with the world as we have or like you said chaos anarchy yeah. right and luckily it's not anarchy but yeah, like, you're right. There's there's so much there's like in, in terms of science. This is why I decided not to be a science major. Is like in, even in biology, like only like a portion of our brain is tapped into. Yeah. Like even if we're studying like how cells can regenerate themselves, or like how cells could actually just like how a sperm cell and an egg cell could produce an infant that would then yeah. go into a human I mean, being. Yeah, who could yeah you're right. Like that. That's. It's insane. Like, where did that come from? Yeah. It didn't come from anywhere, right? Evolution. Evolution is... Listen, I think people prove so, an evolution, yeah, right? there's only so much that evolution right. has proved. Which, which is why religion's there, right? I mean, like, right. I'm, I'm, a guy, I'm a guy of faith, right? Yeah, I mean... I believe. And I, I think, think, I think, I think, I think a reason for it, though, is, like, the fact that there's, there's just no answer, right? I'm like, look, look if, that, if there's nothing... Like, I refuse to believe that this life is for nothing. Yeah, right. Man. I refuse. I, I'm the same to... way. There has to be something else. Like, right, right. Has, and, and I've had everyone was like, well, "There's not." I'm like, "No, like there has to be something." Like, if there's not, I'm like, "I'm sorry, you're a pessimist. Like, you're not an optimist." Yeah, like there has person. to be something else. Cause like, there's the theory, like the universe is infinite, right? And I'm like, "Well, not nah, like it can't be infinite." Like, it's like, "Well, no." Then I don't know. Could it be infinite? Okay, so th- I said the same thing. I said this on the podcast not too long ago. Okay, let's say there is an end. Like, there's a wall where the universe just stops. Then what's on the other side? Bro, I'm telling you. It's just infinite, isn't it? Uh, But see, that's too big for our mind to capture. There's there's nothing we could do. There's nothing. Like, like, right now... Right now, we can't... Yeah, exactly. There's bigger things to be worried about right now. The question is, too, is, like, will our Earth crumble before we have the capacity to, to find those answers? Oh, yeah, I don't know. That's a good question. Who knows? Yeah. People are already dying because, like, some land is not, you know, uh, you can't cultivate the land anymore. Yeah. It's been too much agriculture on that land. Yeah, it's, it's, I don't know, man. I mean, going back to Mars, like, Mars had water at one point, supposedly. The moon had water. What? There's water on the moon. 
Do you know that? No. There's water on the moon, and actually the moon's rusting. What? Yeah, the moon's rusting. They found that out. There was a, a, a journal published, I think it was just like a month ago, actually, that they found, they looked, they looked, and they're finding that there's some spots on the moon that are red mm-hmm. that weren't red before. Hmm. And the only thing they can attribute it to is water. The water's rusting. Yeah, no, the the frozen water. There's frozen water on the poles. Right. And um, it's it, now that that rust is going. I mean, it's 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 possible to say that the moon will be red one day because there's not water all over the moon. It's only on the poles. But they're finding that it's a phenomenon that's happening, and, and like it's something that's happening quickly within our lifetime. You know, put it in perspective of other planets, other. Like, could there be like imagine if it really is billions and billions and billions and billions and billions of stars? Yeah, life's out there. Yeah, right. it has to be, bro. It's gotta be, it's, dude. It's selfish to think that we're the only ones here. And then it's like, if it's sentient life, like if there's actually somebody out there that's higher than us, you scared about that? Uh, that that worry you a little bit? Yeah. I'm excited. I'm like, that's dope. I mean, it's exciting, but like, fuck, if we had to interact with them, I don't think our reaction is necessarily... Okay, but, but, but who's to say they're going to be different? Who's to say they can't look like you and me? That's true, too. Like, who's to say aliens aren't here right now, bro, and they look like us? And we don't even know who's aliens. I don't even know if they would know. Would they know? Would... I don't know. Like, They came years ago, and they just had children Right, here. right. I mean, like, uh, who's I think to say they probably have to some of... I think... I forgot who said this. Oh, God, it was somebody notable. They're like... The existence of the pyramids, yeah, the Aztecs and in, in Egypt, everything like Bro, that. It's creepy. It's like, where did these? There, these hieroglyphics are obviously an indication of something higher. Yeah, and, and they believe and, they they put this monument with just pure the pyramids. Like they are, they all look the same. And the, and the, the fact world. that it's aligned with like certain constellations yeah, and like bro, planetary like movements. Shit. Yeah, bro. That's a little. It's, that's creepy, a little, it's like weird. we can't do that now. Like oh, oh yeah, dude. There's shit. things. There's things like. Okay, I, I'm gonna be honest. I'm I'm a little retarded. No, supporting <laughs> Joe Rogan. Uh, uh, no, I I've seen I watch a lot of History Channel. Mm-hmm. Probably not the best source of information, right? But ancient no, aliens. really good actually. Yeah. But ancient aliens. All right, they have some great points. There is like rocks that have been cut, right? Like, bro, it is so precisely cut. Like, we can't even make those cuts now. Like. With computers and stuff, like it is hard to make that now. Like, Imagine how do they making do it with, with no tools? No tools. Like, mm. okay, but here's the other. Here's the other point. It's okay. Let's say there is aliens. Let's say that they, they came already. Yep. They were disappointed. Like, this place sucks. And they're gone. They're like, yeah, we're out. Okay. Yeah. There. You watch Twilight Zone? The the old the black and white Twilight Zone. I've seen it. Before. Okay, so there's an episode, uh, where, they're they find like aliens and stuff but it turns out the aliens are like little like very very little so to them we're giants to them Mm. so they're afraid of us and it was like this whole i mean it's twilight zone right it's like i mean i guess the probability is the same right one in a billion or one in a trillion right so it was like oh yeah like there is a like oh yeah like who's to say like we're giants to them right like whatever right and that's a crazy thing to think too like what if we are actually just the most intelligent beings in this universe i mm, that's scary because like, we're not like what if we are though that's scary yeah. if we are that's crazy right yeah, bro. i mean we feel we would hope we'd feel privileged but at the same time like yeah there's a lot of universe a lot. To, there's a lot of universe to go around yeah you know? uh there's 
Twilight Twilight Zone was so good. There, but Twilight Zone has another episode where <clears throat> there's this UFO right in like a security place. It's it's secured facility, uh, but it turns out the world is going to blow up. Like they discover the sun's gonna blow up, and like we need to get out of here. Well, there's this UFO that like this family. There's two families, right? They, and the the dads work at this facility, so they know the ship's there, and it's a UFO. It's shaped like a like a flying saucer. And so the whole episode is like the world's gonna blow up when you get out of here. They like hijack the ship to get out, right? They like get chased by police and all this. They jump the fence. They hijack the, the ship. And at the very end of the episode, and they're humans, right? Like, it's Earth, right? right? So you think. They're flying, and they're in space. And the little girl's like, Daddy, where are we going? And the dad's like, third planet from the sun. They call it Earth. And you're like, oh, they weren't even on Earth, bro. Oh, my They were in a whole different God. planet. And you're just like, <laughs> fuck. <laughs> so, no, like, there's some shit like that where you're like, eh, I mean, it's not that far-fetched. Like, it could be. So let me ask you this, since you're a politician. Uh, <laughs> do you think the government knows? They got to know something. Yeah. They got to know something. I mean, they, they released those. The, the Pentagon released all those files about Area 51. Yeah, I heard about that. And, and like, like, with UFOs, COVID, no one cares. Like, like, no one cared about it. I mean, there was a whole ordeal, like, where they released, like, yeah, we have seen UFOs. We documented UFOs. We just, and again, UFO just means unidentified flying exactly. objects. Like, yeah, so yeah, yeah. it could be anything, right? Yeah. But at the same time, like, they, they know they've got intel that, more than anybody in this world has, right? Supposedly, yeah. Yeah. They don't, they don't know what it is. That's yeah. Right. Like okay. Well. Well, that's the thing. So I remember. I mean, but you gotta also consider like. Back in the Cold War. Even before that. Uh, you had the SR seventy one, uh, which, I'm not. I'm don't quote me on this, but you had the SR seventy one, right? The Blackbird, which flew like on barely the atmosphere. Played a lot of cotton. Yeah. Day. Exactly. Uh. You also have the the stealth. Um, I don't remember the name of it. There's a, there's a it has a name, but the stealth ship and all this. Anyways, when it was in testing, right, the the bottom of of the SR seventy one and the stealth is they're flat, like completely flat. Because the reason is like they fly so high up there, right? Mm-hmm. Well, other countries like saw this shit, right? And they're like, what the fuck is that? It's a triangle flying on the in the space. Nah, bro, that's just the stealth. We don't know it. They didn't know about it yet because it's still, like, top secret. Uh-huh. Or, like, areas... Like, th- there is files, like, that have been, like, released. Like, the SR-71, where was it tested? Area 51. Like, that's where they tested, like, the Cold War shit. Yeah. Right? Hell, yeah. Area 51 is probably creepy. Like, yeah, there's some shit there probably. But for the most part, like, if you really think about it, it's stuff that... It's just, like, military equipment that haven't been released. And that's right. where it tested at. Now, if we know about Area 51. Imagine what we don't know. Like Area Fifty Two, like, bro. Like, <laughs> you see Independence Day? Yeah, I love that. Yeah, man. where they like go into Area Fifty One yeah, and it's like, yeah, what the? That's hell? what I'm telling you. But like, who's to say that Area Fifty One? Like, eh, like that's just like barely anything. Like, right. There is some other places that we don't even know about. Uh, I think the government has to know something, bro. Like, they gotta know. Well, hopefully, I can get in a position where I can, can go in out. there. Uh, I'll get you the intel, yeah, see man. what it's about, and it's crazy. <laughs> do you think that? Okay, so do you think that the president knows? No, he knows for sure. Yeah. You think they, yeah. they have to fill him in mm-hmm. and tell that? Because like, if he doesn't know, like let's say Donald Trump has no clue, yes or no, that there's alien life. I'm sure he he probably does. He's the president. There could be. I mean, there could be like a political movement that would like, for instance, like everybody in government who's not republican hates trump 
Yeah. Maybe they don't want him getting the information. Maybe sure. the person who controls that information is not in line with what he says. Yeah. So maybe he's hiding it. Maybe. Well, my 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 take on it was if if it's so big that they don't even tell the president, like who runs it, like who knows that if the president doesn't know, it's like, like in, the in, richest in, in people the, in the world. Or in the like movie that. Independence Day, like the president didn't even know Area Fifty One existed, right? In the movie, in that movie, the president was like, I didn't know about this. Like, how how long did y'all know? Like, we had aliens. So it blew my mind. It's like, well, then there's potential that, like, dude, what if the president? It's so big, and they're so top secret that the president can't even know. Like, they don't even go to the president. Like, they go to like, I don't even know, top general. Like, I don't even know. Like, who knows? Who yeah. would know? Who controls that? Right. That's it's crazy. I don't know. Again, above Mike Pagre. That's above why. Above Mike Pagre. That's smoke why. Cigars, bro. That's why I said. I said, nah, that's not for me. Nah, I'm just gonna do a podcast. <laughs> That life's not for me. Yeah, let me just start a podcast. Let me just be my own bubble and do what I want to do. Yeah, let's just imagine. <laughs> yeah, no, it's crazy to think. And, I mean, I feel like I'm repeating myself from the other episode, but we're getting so much more in-depth about it. But, like, the space and the ocean, too. Like, the ocean is... Like, I, mean, you, I mean... The ocean's insane, too. I watched a documentary on, like, going back to Titanic. Oh, wow, yeah. And, like, Titanic, they did, like, a... I think it was, like, 2002 or something like that. They went to deep-sea diving for Titanic. They found Titanic. Maybe it was a little bit before then. Um awesome they found the wreck there's like wow look this is awesome they went down back in 2019 it's being destroyed really it's deep in the ocean water pressure is ridiculous yeah stuff's deteriorating because i mean it's it's metal but i mean it's it's getting breaking down by microorganisms that live down there yeah and they're finding like actual like organisms that are feeding off titanic like shit happens down there that nobody like oh yeah, dude. yeah there's like thousands of species that we haven't even discovered yep like dude who's to say like fish aren't aliens bro they're aliens to us for sure oh yeah 100 well and that's the thing aliens they're like dinosaurs that, yeah like what really happened to dinosaurs bro i don't know i mean because alligators and crocodiles look pretty they're pretty dinosauric they, they, yeah turtles they, right turtles are all well like reptiles the big yeah they look Big reptiles look like they belong back in the right. They they, they could have been there. Yeah. Well, here's the crazy part of it too. Jurassic Park. The the sounds that the dinosaur makes, the way they look, we have no idea. We don't even know that's how they sound, bro. That's rough. Like, the, like and that's crazy. The to, colors. I, I, I would think T Rex could have. T Rex could bark like a dog like mankind's getting actually really good with like stem cell developments like they yeah. could like make a like a child theoretically out of yeah. the stem cells yeah. of, of, a, of a human yeah. like if you were able to track down some like frozen just like dinosaur yeah wasn't well, that how Jurassic park is right it was a uh, it was in uh in that gold or like it was in the remember he he, he found that uh yeah 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 that's how it, it was started. preserved preserved yeah so yeah maybe yeah, but who's to say, like, dinosaurs... Dude, T-Rexes could be pink. They could be pink. Like, we have no idea. I mean, we, we don't know anything. We don't know anything. We don't know crap. They could be feathery. They could have feathers. Yep. We don't know. I mean, I think it's cool. The fossils that exist are well, incredible. Yeah, but that's just the size and bones. Yeah. Ain't no meat. Ain't right. No skin. It's it's insane, but, bro. I mean, it tells you, like, we've only been here a small portion of yeah. this world, right? Yeah. Mankind. Yeah, like even like even in our own history, we lose track of it at some yeah. point. Like, when did man become civilized? Yeah. When did man begin? When did when did when did we begin to write things down? They have an idea, 
Yeah. And they have like some like what they claim to be the oldest society that wrote something down in like a book or like an as like a like a testament to their society. But even that. They like, act yeah, that like, we, yeah, yeah. like the Bible. Like the Bible yeah. everyone's like what's is these stories happen but like what wasn't written down, you know? Yeah, what wasn't. So yeah, the Bible is a huge thing too. I could do a whole episode on just the Bible. I, the university I went to, we had to take uh, religious classes. And so one of the things we talked about was with religion and the Bible itself, uh, the Bible is filled with books, right? The book of John, the book of Matthew, the book of, you know, uh, Paul, right? Whatever. Yeah, Corinthians. Or Corinthians, yeah, they're all books. So the Bible is like made up of different books. Right. There's a word, I don't remember the word, but the first four books of the Bible, uh, of oh, the New Testament, Matthew, Mark, Luke, and John, uh, they're like the life of Jesus, right? Like that's the four foot, the four first books of the New Testament are about the life of Jesus, mm-hmm. and they all contain similar stories, but they all contain stories that one person has but the other one doesn't. But then that one contains stories that that person doesn't, but that one does. Right. It's, right. It gets really confusing. So the theory is that there's a book called Q. We don't we don't know of, again, it's a theory. But Q, letter Q. Okay. And Q was the actual New Testament. And from Q, these books, these people got that, got those stories. Mm. Cuz there's also theories like, well, who wrote what book? Right? Cuz like the book of Peter, Peter didn't re- really write it. There's theories that it was actually his like assistant. Mhm. Uh there's like other books that no one knows who wrote it and there's theories that like john wrote it or like like whatever right right uh, because of how he writes and like how it compares to the book of john it's theories like that so even then it's like we don't even know who wrote them like it, it's it's ins- it's a whole other thing bro. again like i i just I, there's some there's some there's a i think there's a point where i i just like take it as it's what it is it is what it is bro it is what it is yeah. man i can't change i'm not gonna argue there's like, books uh, that aren't in the bible bro i think so i think there's lost scriptures there's, there's a that, yeah there's about like nine books yeah that some pope decided eh, you ever reflect on that too like there's it's there's, a man who decided yeah yeah there's a few religions too that have different texts yeah that all say different things yeah which one's right is, is any of are any of them right bro, or are they all just know, like concepts bro. to try to grasp the bigger meaning of emptiness in life dude i don't know bro i don't know i i the unknown worries me sometimes bro it worries me but i think probably like i'm not scared of death okay but at the same time in the back of your mind you know that this is a, a finite life you're gonna want dude, you're living, right? yeah the back of your head you're like hey you know this is happening like death like, it's unavoidable like right. it's gonna happen to everybody which is why i think i think the two like if if I didn't do some of the things that I did, even if it had some consequences, I wouldn't regret them. You know, no, you only got one. You only got reason. one. You got one life. You yeah, know, you got to yeah. just d- take it for what it's worth, and it's worth actually a lot because you do have very limited time here. Yes. Yeah. And, and only only you yourself can can get on the stallion, get up, <laughs> yeah, go in the right direction, You're right, bro, and and make make what you want out of it because who knows what's after, if anything, mm. you know. Mm. I think there is. Yeah. I think there is, but who knows, bro? Yeah. And that's the thing. No one no one knows for sure. Mm-mm. Scary thought, bro. All right, bro. We're toward the end of our cigars. Yes, sir. So I think we're toward the end of this podcast. But before we leave, I have a jar with 
the labels of the cigars that we smoke, and we are going to put it in the jar. Awesome. So if you could take off your wrapper. This is a good concept, too. Yeah, you like it? Yeah, I like it. I it, hope that one day, you know, we get to fill up the jar. That's the goal. So let's put them in here. You want me to tear it, or do I just put it in like just this? Just throw it in, just like that, bro. Oh, yeah, I think I'm tearing mine up. Just sounds good. There you go, bro. Boom! It I'm is in the event. jar. Yes, sir, the main event. Yes, sir, well, Adrian I got Barumi. you here. I, I, I yes. assume... um. A formal invitation to my podcast too. Hopefully dude, we can work I together. Dude, let me know. I would love to be on. I, I actually need um, I'll need somebody, ASAP for the next one. Dude, let me so know. So you I would give love, me your availability, dude. Make it happen. We will, we will talk right after this, and we will make that happen. Yes, sir. I would love to be on the podcast. I would love to talk to you on your show, and uh, we'll talk about your idea. And we can keep going with these conversations. Yeah, and I'll man. give you a shout-out, too, and then, oh, dude, uh, everything, yes, all that good dude, stuff. Yes, and, let's do it. And it's about, like I said, it's about the interconnectedness. It's about, dude, I post, I made a post the other day. It was like, man, if I succeed but my friends fail, then I have failed. Yep. Like, I, everyone I know. You want your friends to succeed. I, want I saw everyone, that, yeah. Dude, I want everyone to be successful, man. You know, yep. like, don't be selfish. Like, yeah, bro, everyone's the love. Gotta, There's plenty of success the to go around. Bro, if I'm successful and you're successful, we combine our success. How much more successful could we be? Exactly. Dude, I love it. I love it. Adrian Bruman, thanks for being here, man. Been a pleasure. Yes. Adrian Bruman from Detached from the Surface and Cielo Azul. Yes, sir. The best mariachi group in Austin, Texas. Shout out. Thank you, sir. Adrian Bruman, thanks for being here, brother. Thank you for inviting me, of course. Yes, sir. It's a pleasure. Yes, thanks sir. Thanks for the cigar, too. Oh, man. This is Cigar Night with Rick Guzman. Ladies and gentlemen, y'all have a great night.